Welcome friends to Tanked Up the Podcast, all about video games and craft beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here this week with Lucy. Hi. Hey. Hi. Um, we're still on our trend of low alcohol beers, aren't we? Um, yeah. A few more uh, this week. Still while it's January, it's still a few more weeks. It seems like January should have been over by now. I don't know why, but it's <laughs> it- nowhere near, is it? It was the first week of January where I was like, it's only the 5th, but <laughs> it should be the 25th. So. Um, but yeah, I, I think I've, I've just got to that point where it's like, yeah, this is going to take a while. Mm, mm. <laughs> but, um, I, I'm, it, but I don't mind because it's not as bad as other years. Like, I think maybe having the... Um, Alcohol-free beers, as opposed to no beers at all, has maybe helped. Okay, and and also the weather's not. I mean, the, the weather's not great. It never is no. in um in this country, but it's not cold, and it's getting lighter. So it's been cold here know. today. It's definitely been a mm-hmm. bit colder here. It was windy today, yeah. and that was just made it cold. It but it, it hasn't been ice and just. Tons of rain. It's, it's been just grey, which is it's you know it's our usual kind of. As soon as it starts to do this, it starts to get a little bit darker. It starts to get a bit greyer and a bit wetter and a bit windier. We like to break out the stouts, but I don't think I've yeah. seen, at least in the bottle shop I frequent for mm-hmm. the alcohol-free bits, I've not seen any alcohol-free sort of like stouts or porters or anything like that. It's all like pails uh, yeah. and lagers and stuff. I think the only ones I've seen are um, Big Drop, but I think that's I think that's a porter, right? Probably about four percent or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, not much. Maybe something from Mash Gang, which uh, I'll speak about later. Mm-hmm. I don't have the stout, but I've seen they do stout. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I I'm not in the mood for a big stout anyway. Yeah, I guess. Fair. I mean. Feels like you know, got over that crest mm. of the wave, and now we're just, just, just getting into the, you know, start of the year low, low and slow. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. okay. Fair, fair. What, what are you going to yeah. drink uh, this evening? Um, I went into test no Morrison's um to get a Lucky Saint beer because oh, yeah. they, they were running this promotion. Um, if you pick up. Uh, one of their beers, three hundred thirty mil, bottle or can, um, and you send your receipt to them, or just just a photo. Um, they'll they'll reimburse you for it. And I was like, oh wow, okay. I was, yeah, I was I was gonna get the um, uh, the Brulo beers, which I had off air, mm-hmm. um, which is very nice. Maybe I'll have that uh either today or next week, maybe. Um, and. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go pick up some of those anyway. Um, I'll get the Lucky Saint as well, mm-hmm. which I did. But I also across the across the way, across the aisle, where the alcoholic beers were, um, because they have a separate part for the no alcohol yeah. beers in Morrison's. I saw um, these the shiny silver cans, which have been um, all the rage recently, uh, which is the Mash Gang and the Northern Monk. Uh, collaboration. Okay. Um, American Pale Ale, 0.5 percent. Yeah, uh, people have been like, "Oh, this is really good." You know, this is, you know, trying to get our hands on it. You know, people run into Morrison's and <laughs> ransacking shelves apparently for this. <laughs> I was like, 
Okay, I didn't know about this about a week ago, but mm. just saw it in the glint of my eye. I was like, ooh. It was like top shelf, still in like the crate. No pricing. <laughs> Obviously, you know, they're just like, oh, people going crazy for these. And just put them there, just stick yep. them there. We're not even, we haven't even priced them up yet. But, um, so yeah, I, I don't actually know how much it was. Um, I'll look at my receipt, but. Uh, I'll read the flavour text. Mm -hmm. Um, It says, Bold, balanced, bitter. A non-alcoholic beer for people that don't do non-alcoholic beers, such as me and Ben. Uh, (laughs) Generous dosing. Oh, I like that. Dosing. Makes it sound criminal. (laughs) Generous dosing of bold New World hops impart flavour, aroma, and assertive bitterness. A satisfying body with a balanced malt bill. Brewed to strength naturally with premium craft ingredients with our friend's Northern Monk. Uh, can I see what hops are in it? No. Oh, interesting. No so is it the hops. So it's a Northern Monk beer. It's Mash Gang who are who do uh, I think maybe only no no alcohol or, mm-hmm. um, beers, and um, yeah, so they collabed with Northern Monk for this one. Because the ones I've got in the fridge that I got from the bottle shop are from Mash Gang as mm-hmm. well, so uh, they seem to be like the ones who, if you're looking to go no alcohol, go for Mash Gang. But um, yeah, no, no, no sign of the hops. Maybe I'll look on their website. So it, interesting, because like I am also going to drink a beer from Mash Gang. Um, <laughs> really? With a skeleton on it called Chug Life. Oh no, Chug Gold. It's I called. Mean... Not quite Chug Life. Um, it's a low alcohol XPA, an extra pale ale, so 0.5%. Um, chug is an XPA, and as such is restrained and minimal. But we thought, what's better than minimal? Lots more minimalism. Thicker, creamier, with a ludicrous hop dose, an XXXPA. Chug, but less chuggable. Um, it does tell me the hops. It's got Eldorado Incognito and Nelson Sovon T90. Uh, it's also got oats in as well, along with some rye and some wheat and some malted barley. Sounds like a beer. Uh, also, and I guess this is maybe the the extra element, it's got chilli in it. Oh. Yeah. So what style was it again? It's an, Wasn't it, it an like extra pale ale. Yeah. I mean, that must be something to do with like giving it some kind of kick, <laughs> so it tastes like alcohol or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out in a I, moment, I, I suppose. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, when I was looking at alcohol-free beers and saw this, I'm like, yeah, that one doesn't matter what it is. I'll, I'll buy that. Yeah. I'll buy the skeleton yeah. beer. Yeah, that's. Uh, I hope it's not the one that I have. Um, downstairs, that would be unfortunate. It has got um, a little tagline: thick, hazy, juicy, as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know the beer last week from someone um, tried to lean into using the adjectives and, you know, suggesting that it was a little bit bigger, a little bit thicker, and that sort of stuff, and didn't mm-hmm. quite deliver. So, uh, be interesting to see whether this can be a bit bigger than you know mm-hmm. the the weak I suppose yeah. what we would what would be considered I suppose weaker uh, um kind of mouthfeel and flavors that we'd we both experienced last week really 
Yes, yes, the big drop was quite disappointing, but uh, the Brulo that I had after mm. that, a few days after, was just like, I wouldn't say night and day, but it was a lot better. Mm-hmm. I think the first half of the taste was much better because I think it still retained its its effervescence, its hoppiness, and then after leaving it for a bit, it's just like, mm. and it wasn't that long because I had it with like dinner, and it was like, you know, space of like 20 minutes, <laughs> it's yeah. like... Good fear too. Not so good beer, but <laughs> we'll see. But this one. Ooh, it's a good colour. Like beer. Yeah, it, it's it's a bit more amber and orangey on camera. It's just yellowish, you know, darker than straw, but not quite as amber as mm-hmm. it's coming up on the camera. Um, it smells delightful. Um, it smells like a proper beer. Good. <laughs> it smells nice. like. Um, just all those lovely citrusy notes, you know. Um, it, smells, it reminds me of like a day of beer. Just all those beautiful tropical fruity aromas coming off it. But yeah, it, it looks good. So. Nice. Is this where we're going to start to get our juice bombs? Um, we get all the flavour, but they're all alcohol free. It's the only place we get that anymore. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> people can't afford hops anymore. Um, <laughs> hmm. Doesn't quite have the body okay. that I was looking for. It does have, I'd, I'd call it light bodied. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking maybe, maybe could, we could push the medium, but definitely light bodied. It's um, lighter than it looks, certainly. Still getting those fruity flavours in there. I think. I think the best thing I can say about this beer. Is that if you handed it to me, I would think it's just a below average alcoholic beer, okay. which is the level that we're dealing at with non-alcoholic beers. <laughs> I feel, but um, unfortunately, yes. Yeah, but it, it's like, you know, maybe, you know, like a very. No, that's offensive. I was going to say a very, very light kernel beer, but their beers are way better than... <laughs> even their light beers are fantastic, so... But yeah, it's... um, It doesn't quite have that hoppiness and um, effervescence as the Brulo beer did uh-huh. at the start. But I, I, I think it's got... It's got the flavour. I mean... And the aftertaste isn't just like, oh, I've just had like sugary water mm. like corn syrup in water or something like that it's got a bit more of a rounded end to it so it's i mean what to say like we're, we've been doing this for how many years and it's like you know we like beer that has alcohol in it so it's just like trying to gauge how nice or not nice or, or or measured we should be about non-alcoholic beers it's like it's it's uh, it's the best i've tasted i think okay out of the very small sample of about like four non-alcoholic mm-hmm. beers but um yeah I, th- I think i think i think if this still tastes good in half an hour then that'll be the ultimate test but for now, it's it, it's good. It's good. It's not it's not incredible. It, it, but, um, it's an interesting space, non-alcoholic beers, really, because who are they being marketed at? 
on a like on a yearly basis. Well, okay, like us in a January, like other people in a, in a January yeah. sort of thing, like mainly drinkers in a January. But actually, like through the oh. rest of the year, who's this being kind of pushed to? And I can imagine people who are like teetotal. Maybe I don't know whether they would drink this. Whether the point five percent stops them from having whether everything's got to be completely uh, zero. But mm-hmm. it, it's almost one of those like we talk about kind of like those entry beers that are a lot lighter and those kinds of things. And whether this is, you know, something that is much more for, or at least they're trying to get these beers to beer drinkers who want something non-alcoholic on a weeknight or whatever, but still want to drink a beer, or whether it is aimed at a completely different market. So actually, as you're saying, you know, we're coming from the side of going, we love big beers. This isn't that. And going, well, yeah, it's not that. Of course it's not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think that's the the initial thing. I think once you had the first sip and it's like, okay, this isn't this isn't a, not the flavour I want from like even a beer with alcohol uh-huh. in it. This is not the you know the punch of flavour and the hoppiness and everything else to go with it. And then you, it's even it, it, it's pretty. I guess it's more forgivable knowing that okay, this is a non-alcoholic beer. It doesn't have all those things. It's let me down, mm. but at least it's a non-alcoholic beer, so I can sort of reconcile that in my mind. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I think once I get down to that, okay, this is a non-alcoholic beer. It's it's quite good. It's nice. Sure. It's nice. It's it, the flavour isn't, you know, have that kind of like artificial kind of weird syrupy taste at the end, just like just you know sugary sugar water mm, like sugar water some weird yeah some like weird bottled lucasade or something <laughs> like that you know what i mean just like yeah fair. yeah this this will this will give you energy because we just put weird adjuncts and sugars and mm. all those things that end in ose like fructose <laughs> and glucose yes. and all this yes. at the end yeah this doesn't have that kind of um off-putting Aftertaste. It's 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 much more of a rounded end to it. And nice. I think I've waffled enough. I think I think it's it's good. It's good. Good. Um, good. The, the taste that I have ongoing is 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 pleasant. So, yeah. yeah. Fair. Fair. Um. <laughs> well, for mine, for the other mash gang, for Chug Gold, um, it's got oats in it. We were talking about oats being in some of these beers last week to try and give them a little bit more of a, a, a thick creaminess. This mm-hmm. has got again lovely nose. Really nice. Mm. Juicy, fruity. It is uh, like it's not big. It's quite light, but it is a nice mm. nose, and it's kind of uh, you know a bit more straw in color than the um, mm-hmm. camera shows. A bit fizzy. Head went really quickly. Yeah, so they've nailed the aroma, and the, and the head kind of like stayed on mine, which is you know quite quite impressive to be honest. It's, mm. it's like a just a slight film of hair that's still on it, so. Yeah, but the taste. Mm, this is. I'm going to kind of echo your thoughts. I think mm-hmm. with a, this, it it, ta- it does taste like a beer. It's got a little bit of, kind of maybe a bit more on the light stone fruit kind of side. A little bit more kind mm-hmm. of um, peach to it. Yes. But it leans then, and I imagine it's that inclusion of chilli, 
it wants to have a bitterness to it. It absolutely mm. is trying to get me there so much. <laughs> yeah. And it does have a little bit of a tingle on the tongue from a little bit of extra carbonation, a touch of a kind of, you know, we have that sort of like that smoky kind of bitterness. I've got a, it's a touch of that, which is all coming is from the, from all coming the... from the chili, I would imagine. Chili, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It sort of right. it settles in really quickly, as well. So that mm. little bit of sweet stone fruit, that really soft element is there, and then that chili kicks straight in, and it becomes a little bit kind of as I said, a little bit smoky, and sticks around a touch. Especially after I had a big, you know, chug of it. Might as well chug it. That's, that's yeah. the name of it. Um, <laughs> it finishes really quickly though. So you know when we yes, when we have yes. some lovely big piney smoky chili infused kinds of beers, they stick mm. around in their flavour. You, yeah. you you can sit here and even if they dry you out, you can chat for five minutes without having a sip because it just stays with you. This just disappears, uh, and I think yeah, that's maybe yeah. part of the yes. We can you can sit here and chug a 05 percent beer. It doesn't matter, but. You want to sit and savor it a little bit, even if it's at that lower thing. I'm not sat here nailing 10, 5% beers for any reason. You know, what would be the point? Yeah. Um, but that's kind of what these and all, all of the beers are so kind of lacking in that longer finish um, mm-hmm. that it just sort of, it's like, pff, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the start of the taste on this beer, it's like, ooh, you're going to give me what I want. And then, yes, it's it's that abrupt finish that comes maybe, you know, three or four seconds longer. Mm. Uh, you know, not seconds. Um, let's say two seconds quicker than you want it to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. And then... Then you're left with like slightly wishy washy ending. But you know It's a shame, it's, but it is what it is, I suppose. It's 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 the it's the devil we're dealing with right Unfortunately, now. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. I mean I, I haven't as I say, I think it's good because it's like I've bought four of these and I don't I will drink them. It's not like the big big drop where I'm like this will sit in a corner for maybe the rest of time. <laughs> um, the mash gang, I will drink, and it's like I—I I don't know if it's a change of, um, you know, psychology or the way I'm thinking, but I don't feel like I've needed a beer. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I haven't—I haven't missed it so far, and maybe this has contributed to that because. Um, I guess I guess two two years ago when I did it that January, probably missed it more than I am now. So maybe 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 it works. Maybe the science works. Maybe it's like, would you rather have this or nothing? <laughs> and maybe sometimes you'd rather have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have a beer next week because. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to go to uh, <laughs> um, North North's Tap Room, so um, which I haven't been to yet. So. 
so I want to do that. So. Are you? Is it a new tap room by you, or are you off to Leeds for the day weekend? Oh no, no. It's, it, it, they opened one in um, the city centre in Birmingham. Oh, nice. um, yeah, it looks nice. Um, and hopefully, like you know, everyone's doing uh, dry January or whatever, and it'll be empty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm really hoping for I wanted to, you know, it's like everyone's excited You know, there's a new place for all these It's literally where I used to work So I can't really say okay. anything But all these, you know, uh, corporate artists All the yuppies, and bankers and stuff Yeah, yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, all the yuppies um, Alright mate, work. I like your new <laughs> shoes <laughs> oh, Yes um, Sorry <laughs> Not how I expected your Peter Zane, but um, uh, yeah, yeah. Christian Bale and everybody yeah. else is there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I'll just wait until they're gone. All drinking their nanny state and. Uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're like, oh, this is, why is it hazy? <laughs> why, why, <yeah." laughs> I'm just like, oh, Lord. Yeah, just, just. Um, I did um, I missed out on a work social uh, this evening they they got together at sort of 5 o'clock came off site to to do stuff but they were going to the pub but half (laughs) of the team are doing dry January and Mm. um, one of uh, Chris who'd organised it put in the chat their uh, the pub that they're going to he put in their their list of beers and they had I think four alcohol free beers one was uh try to bring it up one was nanny state um oh, which God. is you know oh. it's brew dog isn't it no. it proliferates almost uh almost everything um one it's nasty was man. it is nasty um <laughs> let's have a look let's have a look it's right there it is so yeah one was oh there's a a, a beer moretti a zero percent beer moretti mm-hmm. nanny state uh, Bristol Beer Factory's Clearhead, which oh, cool. is a which is a nice beer, you know, very very light. Um, mm-hmm. They seem to have done that that one quite well. Maybe I'll try and get that one for the podcast. But I have had that one before. Um, and then Adnams uh, Ghost Ship, they do a zero percent version of that, which uh, okay. uh, Chris okay. sent almost the message immediately saying that it tastes like shit. So um, <laughs> I would imagine people are probably. Uh, yeah. Leaving that one out. Um, also, low because it's uh, uh, there's a couple of gluten free beers, um, but I don't know whether yeah. they're zero percent or not because they're in the same list. But maybe this is low alcohol slash just randomly different, not yeah. standard beers. Um, but yeah, a little bit of a, a poor list, but it's just a random pub in it that's kind of try, maybe trying to bring some stuff in to, to, to keep people in through the month or something. I mean, that, that, that's the way you do it, isn't it? Because, you know, people are always saying, like, January's a hard month, yeah. especially because of, you know, dry annuary. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, offer... It'd be good to if most places could offer like low or or no alcohol beers. Um, how much should I pay for these? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, two pound fifty. Two pound fifty okay. each. And, um, but in 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 the Morrison's offers, I can't remember what it was. It was a deal where you got money off um alcoholic non alcoholic beers. Uh-huh. So. 
I, overall, I got four four pounds nice. off. So I thought bad. when you when you said about sending Lucky Saint the uh, the receipt, I thought you said you were going to say that mm. you get a free glass. I was going to shoot out to Morrison's <laughs> and go and go and go like, yeah, I'll have a free glass. No, my glass. They're just going to put two pounds in my PayPal account, <laughs> which you know, every every every. Uh, Penny counts these days. It will sit there and at least you won't be in it, get a charge for being inactive or something like that because you've got your two yeah. pounds sat in there. Um, good. Should we? I mean, the, I've almost finished this beer. Ridiculous, isn't it? These 0.5s. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't mind getting another if you if you want to. Cool. If cool. you want to get another. Um, I'll give you some updates yeah. on some games, shall I? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk about one you probably want to talk about. Me with and one that you're probably not that interested in talking about me. Um, I'll start with Final Fantasy VII Reunion Crisis Core. Um, <laughs> um, it, it is. I think I said in the last episode, I didn't remember any of it. It's co- it, it no. is coming back to me. The more that I'm playing, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that much of an actual departure. From the original game, um, I don't know. I think it's it has been remade in a completely different engine, um, but they've taken like assets, like the the cutscenes and stuff, and rather than completely redoing them, they've like re-rendered them. So I don't know if it's a case of saying mm-hmm. we've got this original code and we've been able to put it into a new engine to re-render everything, rather than having to completely yeah. write code again or change it as they did with. You know, Final Fantasy remake because that's a much bigger change because uh, Crisis Core was on PSP. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it you're kind of one character running around, and when you come into combat, you are only that one character. It's not like a Final Fantasy game where you're kind of going through parties and choosing. You know, as the original Final Fantasy VII was, and those original Final Fantasy games where you're going through menus to choose all of your things. It's an action game, basically. So. Oh, okay. You're right. kind of um, holding down one of the shoulder buttons and pressing the face buttons to do like your magic or special attacks or different actions and things. Um, there's like a roulette wheel that when you pick up things like summon that that constantly goes during a battle, and it might just pop up that a summon appears and then you can press a button to allow that to come you kind of dodge or you block and um, you know it's very light in being an action game it's not like something uh, uh, like Elden Ring Um, it's a lot faster it's quite fast paced which is great and it feels faster than the original game as well which is nice um, because seem to remember and I suppose for the time with it being on PSP it was probably set at a speed that was suited for that kind of, uh, you know, the power of the machine itself, but also the fucking claw that you used to have to have on the little PSP to be able to actually play games on it. Um, but it's it's good. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's a it's yeah. a great game to be able to play like ten or fifteen minutes of. Um, because it's mm-hmm. it's structured in a way that it does take you through missions and takes you through the the, the story of uh, Zach, who is the character. Um, <laughs> just Zach. Um, I, just, I just love like some of these names, like like in Castlevania, it's hilarious. It's like Julius, it's Trevor, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Simon. Yeah, it'll be like well, the, the next Castlevania. Just be like Scott, 
or something really sort yeah. of, you know. Daryl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's one of those games that there's probably about a 10-hour story in this, but it's kind of... It, it's not kind of continuous. You know, Final Fantasy is normally like, do this story part, have some battles, do this story part, have some battles, go here, explore a little bit, do this story part, have some battles. This game's kind of, do some story bit, eh, just hang out a little bit if you want to. Like, there's no there's no rush. There's, there's kind of, you know, you can go and explore the town a bit, or you can go and do sort of, you know, a couple of things. And one of the things that keeps me coming back is that there's um, missions. So whilst you're not running through the main storyline you can go to a save point and start up a mission. And they're really short. They might take you like five minutes. Mm-hmm. And a mission will consist of just a pre-generated map. You run around it, you battle some things, and there's a boss at the end. Done. And you might get a, an item which you can equip or materia or, or some potions or some shit um, for beating the boss or getting to the end of it, basically. And they're really good because it's, it allows me, sort of, I'm getting kind of like a half an hour to an hour slot first thing in the morning, you know, I'm mm-hmm. up at half past five and going, cool, let's just put some fucking crisis core on for an hour. Um, and, you know, I can pause it and I can just attend to the kids if I need to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, How novel pausing, pausing the game. I know exactly, yeah. um, but it, it it's holding me and, and and dragging me through, and I think I've might have got to a point that I'm further than I did in the original PSP release because I played it, yeah. but I probably only played about five hours of that original PSP game because it wasn't mine; it's my brother's. Um, so I was with him for a weekend, and I think I just played that for a, a weekend that I was okay. with him. Um, yeah. So I'm maybe about eight or nine hours in, I think, now. Um, How long is it? So I think... Uh, let, let, let's have a look. Yeah, let's have a look. I think okay. there's probably like a solid 10 or 12-hour story in there. If you didn't worry about any of the extra missions or going exploring and all of that sort of stuff. You just just went and did the mainline stuff. Okay, so is it Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion? Yes. Okay, yeah. not Crisis Core Final Fantasy. At uh, thirteen hours, it okay. says on how long to beat. Okay. So yeah. it's like maybe yeah, maybe so, twice so that if you're doing all of there. the extra bits and missions and mm. stuff like twenty twenty five. That's, that's, that's how long games should mm. be. JRPGs especially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no longer than 13 hours. I mean, it, it's a really interesting one because you can see the basis for how Final Fantasy changed and moved or departed from like what 7, 8 and 9 had been, then 10 and 12 had been, and then the jump to the like to Final Fantasy 13 and, and the Lightning kind of trilogy. Um and how that's a bit more action based, and you can see where that's kind of come from with with Crisis Core, mm-hmm. um, you know, Crisis Core being a PSP exclusive, starting off as a very much a side kind of game. Um, so yeah, it's nice to kind of revisit that and and sort of mm-hmm. go back a bit with it being uh, changed for a modern kind of play style a little. So very much. Yeah, unfortunately, I have nothing to add because I don't know what this game is. <laughs> Even you explain it, I don't it's know. It's the what Final it is, Fantasies, so, um... Lucy. It's it's not a normal Final Fantasy. <laughs> it's an extra Final Fantasy. 
If even the Final Fantasies weren't the Final Fantasies, there's all these side Final Fantasies as well. When is going to be the final Final Fantasy? Square Enix, mate, never. Uh, well, you know what? They might just implode after they double down on NFTs. So, you know. <laughs> well, I'm um, so interested in Final Fantasy 16, which is coming out like yeah. this year, I think, the next mainline entry. <laughs> It's not coming out. Mate, <laughs> yeah. it looks Quite really like I don't know from the stuff I've seen. I'm sure it's going to be end of this year, but might not be. Maybe like like quarter two next year or something like that. Um, but all of this chat about doubling down on NFTs and the blockchain and all of this sort of stuff, which they, you know, what's his face gave at the start of last year and then reiterated mm-hmm. again at the start of this year in his kind of address to, to everybody. It's like okay, sure. Uh, all mm. of the like franchises, like I think how big Tomb Raider is, and you just let all of those kinds of things go. Um, do they still have to? Do they still actually yeah. own the IP of Tomb Raider, or did that go with the, no, with the sale? So it's no, that it, it, it's yeah. like if you want to start doing think... NFTs and shit like that, then surely using your most kind of familiar and known franchises would. Kind of, I mean, Lara Croft's been fucked so many times. She might as well be an NFT now, isn't she? So, (laughs) yeah, I I I want more Tomb Raider. Mm. I mean, I think it's been just about long enough where it's like, yeah, I want another one. I like Tomb Raider. Yeah, absolutely. Games are good, and it's like, what is it? Uh, Is it Angel of Darkness? Is that the Yes, The Angel of Darkness, which is... Was that a PS2 um, game? Yeah, I played it on PC. Okay. <laughs> um, everyone doesn't like it, but I, I think it's like got the best <laughs> starting area of like any Tomb Raider, because it's like, just like CD Paris. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's very, it's very uh, evocative. Very... <laughs> yeah. I like that game. Nice, nice. Games. I don't think I've played that one. Broken in so many ways. You watch a speedrun of it, it's hilarious. Yeah. People just like walk through an elevator and just go right to the end of the game. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> But um yeah. It's bad, but it it's it's good bad. Mm. Like the films. <laughs> which are actually just bad. But anyway, um I haven't played anything. <laughs> This week, I haven't even gone back to Potion Craft. Okay. So, um, spare time I've been getting, I've just been watching GDQ. Mm. Um, so yes, what else have you been playing? Uh, so the only other thing is more Elden Ring as well. Mm. I, think I did mention in the last episode it was probably Crisis Core and Elden Ring would take up most of my month. Um, mm-hmm. And again, if I've got in, you know, I'm I'm kind of eight hours in in uh, Crisis Core, so. Another eight hours to finish it is probably over the next two weeks. So it will see me out. Um, I think I'm probably similar in Elden Ring as well. Maybe around mm-hmm. seven or eight hours. Um, okay. So it's very early. Still. Yes. Yeah, very early. As we were mm-hmm. kind of talking uh, off air before we started, um, I beat Margit. And, um, That's pretty good for only seven hours. Well, yeah. I, I know I said I would try and fight them and I hadn't done much exploration and that sort of stuff and I 
did try and fight them, and I got absolutely whooped. So I'm like, cool, I'll do some exploration then. And I've gone all the round, you know, the first kind of area, sort of... Have you? Well, have I? No. It's it's great because I'm kind of like, <laughs> what's down here? Let's go. I'm like, oh, it's the it's yes. the mines. Cool, let's go down the mines. Oh, I've got loads of smithing stones. Excellent. Now my, um, my big fucking um, katana is now plus three. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, which helps. Um, I've got... A jellyfish summon and the mm-hmm. and the bell cool amazing let's mm-hmm. and then I've gone around and I've done sort of I found various bosses to which I have died you know there's one that's um, in that first area when you get to the gate to go up to the storm something castle um, if you go right there's a, a bridge and if you go there at night time there's a guy on a horse all in black oh, and yeah, he's yeah. and he's a boss. Um, whereas if you go there in the day, it's just a normal dude on a horse. Um, mm-hmm. And I went past that and I found two of those big guys that you fight, you know, one of them as you're going up the hill, um, two of them pulling this giant, like, coffin-type cart behind them. And I'm not getting mm-hmm. involved in that. I don't want any of that shit. I'm going le- to leave them <laughs> there. And then I discovered some woods that had some giant mm-hmm. bears in. That killed mm. me in like two hits. I'm like, cool, I, yeah. I won't go over there anymore. <laughs> I'll go off in this direction <laughs> instead. Uh, so, it, there's, yes, it, it, it's nuts. Absolutely nuts how much there is in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it gets to the point where it's just like, okay, this is just overwhelming. Mm. And then I stop playing it. <laughs> um,. Still want to get back to it eventually. <laughs> yeah, it's just well, it's it's great. So vast, it is vast. It's, it's, I'm really enjoying the like the 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 level of exploration or the level of kind of all of this is unknown. Like what could mm-hmm. be around the corner? It could be fucking anything. Who, who you know? Yeah, it's the, yeah. This game yeah. is not structured like normal games are. All Souls games are kind of like that. Um, and I, yeah. I, Souls games have always been excellent at being able to craft those like interlinked pathways you know lots of the original kind of um souls games and stuff it's like right here's the castle and you go around it kind of this way this is the main path but actually there's a little path here and if you do that it will jump you yeah. here and then you can link kind of back and elden ring is very much like that in that mm-hmm. it's yes it's a big map and you have might have an area but actually there's a, a big crevice and a river so you can only cross it at certain points so it does hem you in a little bit in places and then invites yes, you yeah. to kind of go and explore. And as I'm going through Storm... Is it Storm Vale? Storm Vale Castle. Yeah, I'm going yeah. around Storm Vale Castle now. Um, and it's just like going up through the side and like yeah. going up all of those things. And I got locked in a room with a knight um, <laughs> oh, God, who, yeah. al- who almost instantly <laughs> defeated me. Rushes you. Um, and I, yeah, yeah I, I, that was uh, not great the first so, time I got stuck in there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, second time I died. So I went back and I'm like, ah, let's go. And like, like, I didn't actually get a chance to fight him. Let's go back and actually mm-hmm. see what I can do. Um, and the door didn't close behind me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. cool. Okay, that was like a one-time thing. Fine. I ran back out because it's too dark in that room. Couldn't see. Ran back out to get him in the mm-hmm. light and he got stuck in the door. 
I'm like, cool. Yeah. I got him down to about half health just shooting him oh, with yeah, some that's, arrows. I think that's how I cheesed yep. him, yeah. Um, and then basically <laughs> just kited him around that area. So I like jumped off. Mm. He followed me. I ran around, shot him from above. He then just Very sort nice. of walks around in a circle almost. He's like, how are you up there? What, what are you doing? I'm just it's dark in there. there. So, you know, he doesn't, you can't Yeah, see. I absolutely <laughs> cheesed him. Um, yeah, I think I did as well. Um, unlike the fourth time climbing up that goddamn castle. Um, so you met the birds. Oh, with the big blades on their feet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's more birds a bit higher up. and <laughs> It just makes me laugh. That, that is my... It's just like, what happened to these birds? Why do they have skewers for legs? It's just like, Who's why done this to them? Dab you over. Yeah. I know why they're so angry. Because they got big old blades on their feet. And they can never fucking stand anywhere. Yeah. And then they, they, they get even worse. It's just like... I mean, they're easy enough to deal with. But it's just like... It's just like... What? Mm, mm. It's just like... But it's, just, but it's just so cool thinking about what the lore of that is. Like, who did this to these birds? Yeah, absolutely. What, kind of, it, what world am I in? It's it's but yeah. It's one of those that like. <laughs> there's so much that if I'd have you know maybe if I'd have leveled up a little bit and I'd beaten Margit and I'd continued on through and stuff. There's so much of that first area that I just would have I would have missed. There's like a a graveyard kind of at the foot of the castle, which has got loads of those floating jellyfish around oh, yeah. and a bunch of skeletons and I'm like cool I can deal mm. with this so I shot a couple of the jellyfish I killed a couple of the skeletons came up I killed them yeah. and then suddenly I get hit from behind by a skeleton and I realise that they yeah. don't die they just keep rising up and I'm like oh for fuck's sake yep. I'm not I'm not gonna deal with this right now I need to run away <laughs> so I just ran away from that area <laughs> like I'll go back there at some other point maybe there's a way to yeah. stop the skeletons from rising up that I don't I know about I think you just have yet, to um Hit them whilst they're on the deck. Okay. Right. Um, give them a few more swings, I think. Mm. Yeah. And then they're dead, dead, dead. Right. Cool. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, those those graves um, always find quite a few runes there. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of graveyards, okay. like okay. with with wolves surrounding them and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I, I probably, oh, what am I now? Maybe close to level 30. Um, and okay. I probably popped five of those levels just from all of the runes that I'd collected, just yep. from exploration. Your runes. So it's yeah, it, yep. it's and I found a Shove them in your face. I found a, a painting that was like, yes. oh, here's the, yes. you know, mm, this is this looks familiar. I'm like, oh, that does look familiar. Where's mm-hmm. that? And spent twenty minutes just riding around on the horse, <laughs> um, yeah. trying to find it. And I did, and I'm like, cool. I've now got a, a headpiece which I'm not going to put on because the stats are shit. I wonder whether this you know, <laughs> yes, there's yes. obviously some kind of costume yeah. thing that it, it kind of relates yeah. to. So it's that's the thing about that game. It's like you go through it, you go through all these dungeons. You know, you know, you spend like an hour in a dungeon or something like that, and it's like you don't even care what the loot is afterwards. It's like okay, it's a level two sword. It's like yep. I don't care. I saw a lot of messed up things yeah. going here. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. it's not like <laughs> yeah. it, it's crazy that it's structured in a way. That you think, cool, I'm going to get something at the end of this, and it's really going to help me. It's like, nah, it's not. It's not Zelda, no. mate. This doesn't give you like a boomerang <laughs> or anything like that. Like some bombs. Yeah. You just, yeah. it's just a. But that guy that I saw. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Like just how 
games built on just those like water cooler moments, mm. like that experience rather than actually getting anything material, like purple loot or whatever. Yeah, yeah just like. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. I, I, I can yeah. completely see why it's like everyone's game of the year for, for last year mm-hmm. from it. But I think it's also one of those games which is a bit of a turning point for kind of open world games you know we we can see that uh, it's been reported i think the last couple of days that ubisoft is uh struggling uh you know they, they I mean, run their model the, into the their ground problem was that yeah that yeah they just kept making the yeah. same game over and over again so and you know i don't know so, i mean you still have things that like far cry still sell gangbusters mm-hmm. and stuff like that but but I don't know. They they seem to be more in the um, public consciousness, uh, you know, when it's like people who don't particularly play games as much as other people. Um, yeah, I mean, they'll be happy if an Assassin's Creed a year or whatever. But I think think people, you know, taste they grow, they change. Yeah. Um, I could never play one of their their games. <laughs> Just like. Checking off a you know checklist or something like that. It's like ugh, I can I I can expend energy to play like one open world game mm-hmm. here. It's gotta be good. It's gotta be good. Does that push to things like uh, like God of War? So like God of War is yes. kind of an open world <laughs> game, isn't it? Really now? It absolutely yeah. is. Um, I wish that game was just their story and nothing else. <laughs> like, like like these little hubs, you know what I mean? It's like I like the I really like the first God of War, um, but I didn't do much of the side things. I did a couple, mm-hmm. one or two, and stuff like that. But it's like I didn't really care for the RPG elements in the game. Like I'm the God of War, just give me the best loot and be done. Um, just let me swing my axe. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think just because it's quite, you know it's quite a big, beefy, long game. It's like thirty hours or something like that. So it's like I need to build myself up for that. Yeah, absolutely. It's like Horizon Forbidden West. That seems like I'm really looking forward to playing it mm-hmm. when it comes out on Steam. But like. That's going to be an undertaking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that will be the one for the year, probably. Um, so, yeah. Would that uh, kind of also extend to, like, uh, we are talking about, like, I suppose, bigger budget kind of open world games, but your, um, oh, what's it called? Was it Road Warden from last year? We talked about it last week and oh, a couple yes. of weeks previously. Yeah. Is that a similar kind of feel because i know you said that it's is, quite heavy in its narrative and the sort of scrolling through is, the text it is, and stuff it is. is it a similar kind of idea mm-hmm. that you know it is a bit more of an open world experience uh, i wouldn't say okay. so i'd i'd say it's much i mean it being a it's it's, it's a visual novel right. more so than even like you know a tabletop rpg so mm. to speak like it's it, it it's just one of those where it's like I have to be in the mood for reading, you know. Um, the lore in that game is like, I mean, the prose is like fantastic. Like immediately, um, just the writing is really good. Um, but yeah, it 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 warrants like attention. It wants your attention. It wants 
Um, because I think I played it and then I went back to it, and it's like a lot of this is how good the writing is. Like a lot of the, you know, the, the world building was still fresh in my head. Mm-hmm. It's like you know the, the writing is very evocative, and it's like it, it's like playing something that's three D and like you know limbed in like more so than just a two D visual novel esque um, medium. It's something that just feels a bit more. It feels you know, you can conjure up these things in your mind because it's written so mm. well. Um, but yeah, it's something that demands attention in a completely different way, which is a lot of reading, which is why I haven't played something like Disco Elysium yeah. yet. Um, <laughs> it's just, uh, you got to be in the mood, you know what I mean? You have. You, um, can, you can lose a lot of time mm-hmm. in, like a game like Disco Elysium. I, I, I almost felt like after, well, actually, did I play it on Steam? Let me have a quick look at my, my playtime. Because I always feel with um, Disco Elysium. Oh, is it on Steam or is it on GOG? Oh, I don't know. Search. Disco. It is on Steam. Um, I played 10 hours of Disco Elysium. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I felt in those 10 hours like I'd done nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be like a 40-hour game, so. I mean. But, but yeah, it's... with, with games that are so rich and dense in like lore and politics and history and mm. myth and legend and stuff like that, y- you want to give it like a hundred percent of your attention. And sometimes, like, I mean, especially like you know when I was working, like reading all day anyway. It's just like the last thing I want to do is read. I just want to play Vampire Survivors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's one I I keep. Right, always want to. I just want to get back to it. I want to get back to it, but I have to be in that mood. Otherwise, I'll just be staring at the screen and nothing will go in. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I love the aesthetic. I love the color palette of it. Um, yeah, it, it, and it, and it's even though I don't like high fantasy, and this has you know like it's basically The Witcher. <laughs> I like things that are a bit more grounded. Yeah. Um, or, or just more violent, you know. I don't want like <laughs> flipping Harry Potter for more reasons than then it's just crap, um, you know. It's just like, I want something, you know, a bit more grounded, a bit grittier. And Road Warden is that. Mm. It's like um, you are the Road Warden. You you're basically the Witcher. You're someone who protects, um, you know, towns and cities and um, travel routes and trade routes from. All these horrible monsters and maybe people, and it's like, yeah, it, it, it. Maybe this is what should, the Witcher should have been. Maybe I would have enjoyed the Witcher because I love the story in the Witcher. I just hate the gameplay. Um, so, so yeah, but uh, yes, it's it's on my list. Mm. It's on my list. I just want to give it what it deserves. Um, the time and effort, like Disco at least. Yeah. So something like Norco and Citizen Sleeper, which I loved last year, it's like they can be finished in like six hours, and they have fantastic writing. Mm. Um, so yeah, um, not everything has to be, uh, you know. I I can't remember how many lines of, um, you know, uh, were in um, of script were in Disco Elysium. 
but I know it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's something insane, I know it's it? like, yeah, Ulysses or something like that. <laughs> um, but I think I think having um, because they patched it with their definitive edition or whatever, isn't it? With with voice mm-hmm. acting, so maybe that'll be a bit easier to go back to. Um, yeah. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice. Um, should we round it out there for this episode? Yeah. Nice, short and sharp yeah. for this week. Um, did you have any mm. final thoughts on your on your beer? Have you finished it? No, I've mm-hmm. still got a little bit left. I, I'll say that I'll say this like last last week. It's it's given me enough where it's like I can just sit and sip it and have a conversation mm. and not think two ways about it like not thinking how great it is but at the same time I'm not thinking oh I'm drinking an non-alcoholic beer it's horrible <laughs> you know and so <laughs> it's it's decent um I mean I hope they keep doing their thing because one day they'll they'll make a beer that I like and that's for yeah. me and that you know We'll get there. We'll get this white whale of a <laughs> non-alcoholic beer that actually tastes good. It has to be possible. It isn't like oh, you know, there's no cure for the common cold. It can't be, can't be that elusive. Someone must be able to make a good non-alcoholic. Yeah, beer. absolutely, absolutely. I think we're getting there, right? Like this, this mash gang beer yeah, was yeah. it was nice. Um, it's it's something I would drink it again. Like if I was doing, uh, uh, you know, some kind of non-alcoholic time period, uh, and someone's like, "Hey, <laughs> try you know, <laughs> come and drink some non-alcoholic beers with us," I'd be like, "Okay, well, if we're gonna drink non-alcoholic, yeah. beers, I'll go for these. Mm-hmm. One. I'll go for Mash Gang." Yeah. Yeah. Say so if you know I fall upon hard times, become an alcoholic, and then get off the wagon. I say, Ben, or you know. I'm here on my non-alcoholic beers, and I really want you to join. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. (laughs) This wouldn't be the worst. (laughs) But let's hope we never get to that point. Well, it'd be an interesting, (laughs) an interesting one that, uh, as I say, like teetotal people or people who have, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that maybe the the idea of like beer and stuff is triggering enough for them, and actually. You don't want it to be too close to a, a beer in <laughs> yeah, some sense. True, they probably true. just drink Nanny State all the time. So it's, you know, there's a beer out there for yeah. them as well. Yeah. Maybe I'll have one uh, when Man United uh, spank Man City hey. on the weekend. Which yep. won't happen. And then absolutely yeah. bottle it to Forest. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I'll start with this and as, you know... Man, Man City score six past this again. Maybe I'll switch. Uh, I mean, they looked shaky the other day. They looked shaky the other night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, last night, in fact. In crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So it's interesting in in what this weekend might be for football. Well, in the coming weeks, I suppose, as well, with all the semi-finals and stuff going on. Mm, the interesting yes, time. Yes, absolutely. Um, good. So mm. it's kind of a thumbs up on these beers for you know their place in the in the mm-hmm. yeah. sphere, the beer sphere. Um, yeah. So yeah, sphere. cool, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. If if Man United somehow win the league, it's like <laughs> these are getting thrown out the window, and I'm just ah. gonna 
you know, forget the beer, I'm just going to chug vodka or something. Hey, I'm, I'm, just, I'm waiting for <laughs> Arsenal to implode still. They haven't imploded yet. Normally um, every year, it happens, it's about Boxing yeah. Day. Around February. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so sometimes it, they leave it a little yeah, late. Yeah. It's normally yeah, my nice Christmas work, present. They I just implode on Boxing Day and that's it. They're gone for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the season. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's coming. I mean, it's like, you know... Death and taxes and <laughs> Arsenal screwing up. The only thing certain in this life. <laughs> Just for the joy of fancy. Fancy is boring at the moment. Um, I haven't watched yeah, it all season. It's like, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Their views must be like dire. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting ready to pack That's it. it they home, can't, Arsenal like, can't do well because they've yeah. had to close the channel. It's just too too little for them to be able to <laughs> yeah. continue on. Because <laughs> nobody's watching. There are no Arsenal fans, come on. <laughs> They're just props in those videos. That's it, cardboard. It's just cardboard yeah. cutouts, yeah. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, we are Tanks Upcast on the socials. I'm at Nova underscore 47 and Lucy is... At Juicy Loose 9. Uh, if you want to get hold of Adol for any reason, he's at the Omniarch as well. Tell him about the beers that we've drank mm. this week. Oh, yeah. Um, he's not here no, today. He's, <laughs> if you didn't know. He's very, 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 very tired after his trip. Um, mm-hmm. To Amsterdam. No. He lay, lay over in Amsterdam. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, technically, he was in Amsterdam. Was it Cologne? I think he went to. Um, anyway, yeah, somewhere in. On yes, the continent. Yes. Over there. <laughs> Across the water somewhere. Um, he'll be back next week, potentially, uh, with our coffee biz. Who knows if we're still doing it by that time? I just, I still do have another few. Yeah, I think um, I might, yeah. So we'll see. Kind of... I'll, I'll ride in solidarity mm. with you. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I've got a few more that. Well, one or two. All from Match Gang, so. <laughs> That's fine. Um, if it's the Skelly Boy that you had, maybe I'll skip that one. But I've definitely yeah, got some from nice. Tropical IPA. That'll be interesting. Oh, yeah. Getting all those juice yeah. bomb elements without any of the actual bomb mm-hmm. to it at all. We'll see. I, I can't, I at least put some fruit. Like I shouldn't get ahead of ourselves yeah. uh, uh, on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you could also, everybody, go to outoflives.net to watch us on video or listen to us there or on your podcast service of choice um we very occasionally put up various articles and reviews and other writings on things as well like lucy's melatonin uh review which went up last week um i think that's all the things all the places if you're watching us on youtube hey great leave a comment say hi let us know about the beers that you drink Uh, hit one of us up to come and chat to us in discord and, you know, have some lovely chats about alcohol-free beer and games. Or yeah, the beers that you're drinking, here, just to make us incredibly jealous and say, hey, look at this lovely special percent, 8, 8% uh, <laughs> beer that's just come out. You should probably all drink. Oh, you can't, sorry. Yeah. Um, I pick, when I was picking up some of the Nash Gang, I picked up some normal Ooh. beers from the brew shop. And um, 360 Degrees Brewing, which I'm not sure I've okay. had from before. And probably the best brewery name uh, called, I think they're from America, called Thirst Class. Nice. I like that. Yes. So I'll be interested. Maybe I'll have those at the, towards the end of the yeah. month. Yeah. On the Brilliant. We'll have a big big old blowout on like the last weekend or something and just drink yes. 12% American beers. Or 12. Something. <laughs> yeah. 
Good, good. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, we will catch you very soon. We've been tanked up. Goodbye. Ciao. www.outoflives.net